use social media, post out as much value and entertainment content throughout every single platform. Don't hold yourself to one platform or else you're going to go through what Facebook did to everybody and just be yourself and have some fun. You're listening to Elevate, the official podcast of Elite Agent for Real Estate Industry Sales Professionals, Property Managers and Leaders. With thanks to our partner Connect Now, Elevate brings you the best tools, thinking and strategies to elevate your results. To download your written action guide from this podcast containing extra tips, links and shortcuts, visit EliteAgentElevate.com. And for more information about how Connect Now can make moving easier on your clients, Visit connectnow.com.au. Here is your host, Samantha McLean. Welcome to another episode of the Elevate Podcast, where we delve into some of the most interesting minds in business and in real estate for the very best tips and strategies for you to implement to elevate your business. I'm Samantha McLean, editor of Elite Agent and host of this week's show. Joining me today is Christian Gravius, the director of Collings Real Estate in Melbourne. Christian has quickly gained attention for his focus on digital marketing using unique video campaigns, social media, and influencers to raise the profiles of the properties that he sells. His videos currently average over 100,000 viewers, and Collings has now established their own dedicated media and marketing division in-house. So Christian, welcome to the show. Thank you, Samantha. Long-time listener, and I'm glad to finally be here. Yes. Well, it's amazing to have you here. And let's start a little bit with Collings Real Estate in Melbourne. Tell us how that company started and how you started in real estate. Yeah, so seven and a half years ago, well, before that, my father used to run it and he retired in 2008. And then in 2013, I'd finished school and I got sacked from working at a deli after like two weeks. And that's another story in itself. And I was just sitting there and I was like, what am I going to do? And my dad's like, oh, do you want to get into real estate? And I was like, yeah, okay. So we went back into his shop that he closed down like six years prior or whatever it was. And it was like a time warp where nothing changed. The old computers were still there. And we grabbed a, a duster and cleaned everything up and we started rocking and rolling. So for the first couple of years, he assisted me through and I learned every aspect of the game. And then I didn't really enjoy real estate that much at the time, to be honest with you. I was just kind of doing it just because I think I was just chucked into it. And there wasn't much growth and I don't know what it was, but probably about three years in, I just said, I love this. And I think what I realized I probably loved even more than selling property was was marketing property or just trying to do different things and just bring myself into the industry, I'd say, because I used to wear the suit and the tie and all that jazz and I never felt it was me. So I really just wanted to bring me into this industry. And obviously the, the videos, that was a little bit of me. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So you just mentioned your dad. So how do you guys run the business at the moment? What's it like working with your dad? Yeah, he's not that active much more anymore. So still comes in and he's always assisting at auctions and he'll run a campaign or two throughout the year. He's always there. But I think there was a lot of resistance between us when like for the first couple of years, it was all right because I didn't really want to be there. But I think there was that resistance because I wanted to do social media I didn't want to wear a suit anymore. And I, I wanted to change our logo, that the one that he used from years ago. And there was a lot of resistance. So I think it was really hard, but uh, I think he was opposed to, to new methods, but he always let me give it a go. And he just said, Christian, it's your loss. So your loss is going to be your loss. Your win's going to be your win. So yeah, it's okay. But yeah, a few arguments. Yeah. Oh, look, it's all right. I believe in the internet too. 
and yeah. you're younger than <laughs> well and truly. I think the internet's here to stay. Yeah, I think so. Um, so I'm a bit of a fan of some of your videos, which one of your colleagues, Michael, has sent into us, and we featured them as videos of the week over a number of months. And they're very unique, and they all tell a story. So first of all, do you have a favourite? Yes, Joker. Joker was definitely my favourite. That I think we've done about 10, somewhere around there, spanning over a couple of years. And we came up with the idea um, of just, I was just over the old slow pans of what real estate agents put out there. So we came up with the idea to try something different. Like we did one a year before, but then we did Joker and that just completely blew up. I think that got over 150,000 views online and I was getting interviewed from all the major news. It was just everything about it. And the joke's my favourite fictional character. So I think that kind of played a bit of a role as well. Yeah, absolutely. So can we talk about some of my favourites now? Yes, yes. (laughs) Now that I've asked you about yours. So first of all, the Marilyn Monroe house where you used a street artist to um, paint a mural and social media influences. So can you tell us a bit about that campaign and how did you come up with that? Yeah, so I remember turning up to the property and there was just this wall. It needed something. I just looked at it and I said, this needs some art. And I was like, okay, who are we going to get? And I, uh, Lush Sucks, the person that we use, he's probably one of Australia's biggest street artists um, at the moment. He's doing some great things. And I just reached out to him and said, hey, would you would you like to do a piece? And he was like, yeah, great. So then it was Monroe Street. And we're like, you know what, well, let's get a Marilyn Monroe on there. It was super demographic. It was in Coburg, bordering Brunswick, and it's a really grungy, you know, type of area. And it just, it, it really popped. And we used influences where, you know, micro influencers, five to 10,000 um, followers to go out and promote themselves in front of the artwork um, and put it on social media. So I think I'd be lying with the numbers, but I think overall we, we hit about 250,000 people just through the influencers. And we hit, I think, about 70,000 views online, which was incredible. Yeah, amazing. And I've got to say, I've liked a lot of them. I really love the timing of the Home Alone video that came out at Christmas. Have you just got like a list of your favourite things and then you see a property and you go, oh, that'll be good for, yeah. No, not really. Um, Like we've always got, so Home Alone was always something that we were going to do Christmas time. I actually got called from another agency a year before after they saw the Joker video and, or a vendor from another agency and he's like, you have to make a video for me. And I went to the house and it was just Home Alone written all over it. But unfortunately, we didn't. We, we just didn't have the timing to do it. So it's all about what feel we get. We'll go through the property and we'll, we'll really spend some time there and really brainstorm what we could do. The hardest probably one that we've had was the most recent one, the COVID video, because when we turned up to the property, we spent hours and we're reeling off movies and we're reeling off funny skits and everything and we just couldn't get something to stick and then we went back to my house because and we we just sat there and we're really just trying to brainstorm what we can do and one of the guys in the media division was like there was a lamb ad something about COVID and it it was around Australia Day where they do those lamb ads and and it blew up and that's where we kind of got the idea of like okay why don't we just recreate a COVID video so generally no like it's just whatever we're feeling. You've proven that there is no limits to the creativity. And look, the last one I've got to mention is the cranberry juice guy video. 
you took up that Fleetwood Mac song and I just, for the demographic and everything, I just thought obviously we'll leave links to all these videos in our show notes. But was that you as well? Yeah, no, that one was actually not me. That was actually the guy that listed the property. I think it was just blowing up at the time and he was like, you know what, let's do a video on this. And I was like, and it was, I didn't, I had no idea about that trend. I had no idea. And I was like, wow, okay, like that, that's amazing. Let's do it. I, had, I knew the song was blowing up, blowing up, but I didn't know why. So yeah, that one wasn't my idea. That was um, one of the salesmen. And so like when you're sitting down with your vendors, this vendor paid advertising or the vendor budget sometimes goes well and sometimes doesn't go so well. But I guess you guys are selling, it's almost like a Hollywood level production each time that you list a property like this. How does the conversation go with them? Is it sort of like, okay, you might think this is crazy, but let's try this. At the start, there was a bit of a resistance, but now we've got so much data and analytics to obviously back ourselves up on why we do this. So, like, for example, the Joker video, the vendor, he wasn't really for it. And he was like, you know what, like, Christian, I trust you. I don't think it's going to work, but you do you. And we actually went out and we sold the property due to the video and so now what we do is we explain to our vendors, we still make a normal video for them to put on realestate.com, but we explain to them that these videos are created to go viral so we can attract an audience on social media that we never would have attracted if we never made these videos. Yeah, and of course that pays back with a higher sale price at some point down the track. 110%. Like The way I look at it is we're a marketing agency that happens to sell real estate and our aim is to get as many eyeballs onto the property, to get as many buyers through the property, and then obviously get them to fall in love with it, sell it to them, and get the highest price on auction day or negotiate a highest price. Yeah. I'm interested to know, because these videos are for your vendors, but have other vendors seen them and said, I really want something like that for my property? Yes. As I said previously, I had a vendor that called me that is that is property on an, with another agency that wanted me to do one for him. Um, and all the time, I had a lady last week, she said she grew up with my dad 30 years ago and she recognized the surname for when I think it was the Joker video. And then she's just been following me ever since. And she called me last week and said, hey, I want you to sell my house. So it works. Branding wise, it's amazing. For the vendors, it works because we're getting a lot of eyeballs onto the property and it's just very different. As I think I discussed earlier, the videos with the agents, hi, my name is so-and-so from ABC Real Estate. Welcome to this property. And it's just classical music. It goes for five minutes. You've lost the consumer. The consumer's only got three seconds and then they're gone. So in my head, I'm like, okay, if I can hold the consumer for 50, 50% of the video, 70% of the video, 80% of the video, well, I've won. It's way more than the average agency that they're holding or the average consumer attention. So is there a certain formula that you work towards to make a video go viral? Not really. Well, hitting the trends. So when we released Joker, the Joker movie had just come out. Home Alone, that was obviously Christmas time, so you can always relate to Home Alone to then. COVID, that was obviously uh, the COVID Melbourne lockdown. That worked out literally amazing timing. So I think just hitting the trends. And what advice would you give to other agents who perhaps a little afraid to add some creativity to their marketing videos, perhaps the ones that are still there with the slow pan on the suit flapping in the breeze <laughs> or whatever it happens to be. I, I feel like that one's a little bit cliched, but yeah. 
<laughs> I think just be you. I think we're in an industry where it's, it's a very old industry and a lot of people are so, I don't feel like the, a lot of agents are themselves and I can put myself in that category because that was me. I was just the agent. They used to wear the student's high and used to say the things that that I thought that was needed to be said because that's how the industry was run. Other people were zigging, just zag, be you. And I think the second thing is a lot of real estate agencies need to start looking at themselves or real estate agents slash agencies need to start, start looking at themselves as a media agency. That's what we are. We're a media agency and we need to put ourselves out there because we attract vendors, we attract clients and buyers by what we put ourselves out there. Like, for example, I'm building a media slash studio division within the business because I truly believe that's what every real estate agency needs. Yeah. You just actually, you just did mention a couple of minutes ago that you see yourself as a media agency that happens to sell property, which I think is a really interesting and definitely a fresh approach in, you know, thinking about the classic real estate agency. And I know that you've got people that do your videography in-house and stuff like that. Was that a big leap to go and hire those people and say, right, we are a media agency now? Yeah. I've got graphic designers, ads managers, copywriters, SEO specialists, videographers. And yeah, it definitely is a big leap because I'm paying all for real estate agents. I'm paying all this money and there's no real return on it. Like if, as in if I was going to hire another real estate agent, I can say, okay, he's going to be paid $10, but he's going to bring me $50 a year. So it makes sense. Well, in this instance, it's a big outlay and we need to make it work to, to get the return. And I think, yeah, it's always scary, but you just dive in and you've got to build that because that's brand is what's going to win. And look at the biggest real estate agent in the world, Ryan Serhan. He got huge. Number one, he's a great agent, but he always says it, million dollar listing, put him on the map. And then he leveraged social media. And now he's obviously got videographers. He's building that. He's pushing social media and he gets buyers from all around the world. So it's the exact same concept. I've heard you've got a really young team. The average age in your team is about 26. What's it like working with such a young team? Is there lot, lots of ideas and things like that? Yeah, it's interesting. I think it definitely has its challenges, but there is so much upside to it. Uh, everyone has a really fresh approach to the game. The energy level is extremely high. Like, for example, there was guys we got in at 7 and the last of us left at 11 last night. So the hours are just incredible. They, they don't have anything holding themselves to it. And yeah, the ideas are always pumping and it's, yeah, it's extremely fun. It's really fun. Now you, you've been um, testing things on social media for a while and I know social media is a bit of a hot topic at the moment with Facebook and, and all that sort of thing. Do you think you get more traction with your videos on Facebook or something more traditional like YouTube? Definitely Facebook. Our YouTube presence isn't that big. We have been trying to build that at the moment, but we've had a massive focus on Facebook and Instagram. We're really starting to push TikTok at the moment. It's probably been about a month and a half in, and I think we're, we're up to 1,500 followers, and that's growing pretty quickly. So our aim is to just explode on TikTok, and I'm, I'm really starting to push Clubhouse now. That's a new app that's come out, and I think you just need to be everywhere. You need to be tapping into all these networks. LinkedIn, I've got a pretty big following. Um, I've got over 10,000. The real estate following isn't that big on LinkedIn. So I, I'm always just trying to grow every single platform. Yeah. What sort of things are you doing on TikTok at the moment? Because I know it's a bit of a growing platform. 
Yeah, so we're putting out like funny skit videos or we're putting out value pieces. So five tips on why you should buy a house or we're doing property videos but in TikTok form. What else are we doing? We're just crazy different types of videos really, just a mixture of absolutely everything. Yeah. And what about Clubhouse? Because that's new. And I was on there the other day listening to Tom Ferry and a couple of those other big coach guys in the US. How are you using Clubhouse? I've been on Clubhouse now for about three weeks. I was using it at the start just to really understand. I was jumping into different rooms and trying to understand how the platform works. I think it took me about a week and a half to wrap, wrap my head around it. And now it's literally just about jumping into different networks and trying to get myself into those networks. Like you've got the opportunity to jump into someone's room. For example, I was in the room with the CEO of Linktree. So the owner and founder of Linktree, it was me, him, and someone else, just us three. And this guy, I don't know what his business is worth, but it's probably one of the largest tech businesses in Australia. And it was just me, him, and someone else. And I had direct contact to ask him any questions that I had for him. And so number one, learning is just crazy. Like there's a real estate agent who's actually moved to Dubai at the moment and he's been running some big rooms. And just through him, I've been able to meet the largest real estate agent that sold the most expensive property in Dubai. And he's networks in London and things like that. So for networking, it's amazing. Yeah, it does sound amazing. I'm going to have to give you a follow now. Start start dropping in. It must have been interesting to to hear the guy from Linktree and for people that are listening that maybe don't know what Linktree is, that's the link in bio thing that we always recommend. You put your links in in Instagram. So I'm going to ask you a couple of rapid fire questions, okay? A couple of rapid fire tips. So your best tips for getting traction on Instagram. Just be yourself. I think the market's absolutely flooded and especially provide value. Like I'll use real estate agents, for example. All they do is post property photos and things like that. People don't care. The consumer doesn't care. Provide value to the consumer and provide entertainment. Yep. Best tip for Facebook? I don't know. I think you could use, for some reason, Facebook's reminding me like Twitter at the moment where you could post six bits, seven bits of content in one day and it doesn't really matter. So I'm kind of using it to provide a lot of blog value pieces photos of myself, personal photos. And yeah, I'd say that's, yeah. So I think just you can use it to spread news. Yeah. Do you use the ads function to promote yourself? Yeah. And so you're finding little organic engagement, but you've really just got to, it's like pay to play these days. Organic engagement on pages is just gone. You have to invest in every single post. So I think we're running at any one time, there's about at least 20 ads running on Facebook at any one time. And and Google as well. I think we've got about 30 going at any one time. Like you just have to, and we just keep investing into it because, yeah, you, if you're going to post something organic, and you must be extremely, yeah, extremely different. But I think that's long gone with Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. And who knows what they're going to do from one day to the next these days, hey? It gets worse. Like Instagram, the organic engagement on that is pretty much, it's still there, but it's hanging on. It's hanging on LinkedIn and TikTok is perfect for organic engagement at the moment. Yep. And what about from an SEO perspective? Because you just mentioned that you'd sort of invested in some SEO people. What would be your top practical tip for agents thinking, I want to get to the top of the Google rankings? Google split into three aspects. There's Google Ads, Google My Business, and Google SEO. So Google Ads is your pay-per-click, so you pay to get to the top. And then Google My Business is is when you search for businesses, it'll give you a top three. 
And then Google SEO is the links all the way down. With Google My Business, it's taken me probably about two years to get into the top three. And that's, I've treated it like a social media page. I've been working on it constantly, updating it, trying to get reviews. And once we've got into the top three, it's really helped to get a lot of business. Google Ads is literally been amazing. We've been pushing it really hard for the last three months. And I'm not lying. I think we're probably generating one lead a day, one lead every two days. You know, so that's that's been insane. And Google SEO, you need six months minimum. That's why we've been creating a lot of blogs and we've been trying to create a lot of backlinks to get ourselves up as high as possible in the suburbs that we desire. But I think if you want a quick start to get some business, run some Google ads um, to a lead form page or run Google ads on, you know, Google My Business to be the top of your suburb and you'll be extremely surprised how good it works. Yeah, great advice. What's next for Collings Real Estate? Where, what are your goals for this year? Yeah, so uh, exciting, exciting things. There's actually a fair bit. I'm actually looking um, at a third office, so that's going to be really fun. Trying to just grow this media and studio division that's a massive, massive focus. More videographers, more designers. We're trying to look for a graphic designer at the moment. So if anyone's listening to the graphic designer, reach out. And hopefully by the end of the year, I'm looking to franchise the business, but not a bricks and mortar business. I'm more cloud-based system. That's something that I'm working on at the moment. So I don't know, maybe this year, maybe early next year, we'll, we'll see what happens. We're just, we're just moving and grooving at the moment. It sounds interesting. You might have some other agents contacting you to do some video work for them. Yeah, that's something I, I, I get that a lot. I, I do I do get not just agents. I get a lot of people from other industries and it's been playing in my head to I launch a media business. I'm like, how many businesses can I launch all at once? <laughs> we, we've got to master what we can in front of us first and uh, we'll get there. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's been amazing talking to you this morning. I love your story. I'm looking forward to seeing some more cool videos in the future. If there's one thing that you'd like to leave the audience with or one last piece of advice, what would it be? Use social media, post out as much content, value and entertainment content throughout every single platform. Don't hold yourself to one platform or else you're going to go through what Facebook did to everybody and just be yourself, especially if you're a real estate agent. I know it's hard to get so stuck into that doing things by the book. Just be yourself and have some fun. Yeah, absolutely. Great advice. Christian Gravius, thank you so much. Samantha, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Elevate with thanks to connectnow.com.au. Don't forget to download your written action guide from this podcast containing extra tips, links, and shortcuts. Visit eliteagentelevate.com. 